This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Will, we were just talking. We were about yeah. to, before we get stuck into the Melbourne Demons. Special podcast edition of the show, obviously, because you had a headache last night. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Jeez, we're soft. <laughs> so we're here on a Monday. And uh, has this got to be the least watched show on television today extra? So this is the show on after the Today Show. Because no one's watching Today by eight quarter to ten, you know, 8.45 in the morning. No one's watching Carl at that point. No, just mums at home. Mums at home. It'd be feeding time now. Yeah. So good on your mums. You know, mums have got to look after Mm. the kids, but Today Extra. And the poor poor people on this panel. So I don't know, uh, the woman alongside Jimmy Barnes' son, is that David Campbell? So there's David Campbell. That's his name? Yeah. And uh, she has been on uh, the the main uh, today, so the on Broadway one. This is off Broadway. But the problem with this show, if I was offered this gig, I would never accept it because you have to be an expert across every topic. Every single topic. At the moment, they're talking about slipping standards, universities accepting high school students with poor results. What would David Campbell know about this topic? And it's a very serious discussion. It's it's a robust discussion. They've been talking about it for 10 minutes. You've got to be across burkas. You've got to be across (laughs) low-income housing. We're not going to go to this live, actually. Let me just... (laughs) Can we... If you put that remote... Oh, no, they're talking daylight savings now. If you put that remote over that TV... Yeah, just chuck it here. So, no, this is... This is the golf. Yeah, we need to get off the golf. Oh, so I change... And if I That's morning show. That's that's no good. This one? Yeah. This is the daylight debate. A new poll... Keep in line with the rest of the East Coast. They've been lagging yeah, behind okay. on this yeah. one for way too long. They're out of Kelter. Oh, M- uh, Mike Fitzpatrick's just watching. The head of the network's <laughs> walking in. G'day, Fitzy. We're just recording a podcast. Yeah, do, you, do you want to jump him on? Uh, yeah, what Mike's what, at? What Mike's at? Seven. <laughs> we, can, we can do this little snip. Well, G'day, Fitzy. stylings of Will and MJ. Yes, right? it There's is. There's a fair bit to talk about, Fitzy. Now, where does one find this show? Is this still on Sunday evening? Sunday evenings, yeah, 10 yes. p.m. We or, missed or last on, night, uh, on the uh, Triple M app, of course. Yeah, of course. We've got the podcast. Available on the Triple M app. And what, what yeah. sort of content are you uh, rolling out with this evening? We've got a lot to go with today, including an email from a Nuffy that received here at Triple M. Actually, no, not a Nuffy. Uh, Paul from Narry Warren sent us an email um, he, about he, a new rule that he'd like to see introduced. He has a real, the AFL. Into yeah. the AFL. He has what a really creative idea. To solve the problem with if the ball hits the post or not. Right. Well, do you want to do this now with, with well Fitzy here? Yeah. Okay. We're going straight into our first segment. Hmm. So Paul from Narry Warren has contacted us on the email and he's gone. What is the email? Uh, this is the. Now, what's the email address? The, it, we probably shouldn't put it out there because this right. is a contact us form. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't want more of these. <laughs> no, or maybe we do. <laughs> maybe we want to more teach contact. The boy some radio sensibilities yeah, exactly. and he yeah. throws it back at us. Well, Will and MJ on Facebook's the easiest way oh, to get please in touch with us. Get right. in contact with us yep. at Will and MJ. A we've lot been, of people We've do been giving that. away prizes from people's desks, by the way, Fitzy. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie Lambie's autobiography wasn't well received by, <laughs> by anyone. <laughs> had no takers. <laughs> so, Paul on the contact us form has gone. Put a fresh coat of white paint on the posts every quarter. If the ball has a white mark on it, you know it's hit. Paul from Narry Warren <laughs> sent from my iPhone. So after every quarter, <laughs> yeah. he wants to get some painters up on every pole. So eight poles, <laughs> whack a quick, a quick yeah, coat a quick of Dulux so over the, every pole. So what have you got? Three and a half minutes at the end of, each, yeah. uh, end of the first <laughs> yeah, quarter, end of the third quarter. Yeah, and you've got a fair bit of time at halftime. Um, so 20 minutes. Not I'm to pit- mention that it tends to get a bit tacky, the paint. So if the ball does hit the post. Yeah. Yeah. 
then it's going to be a bit sticky on the old hand. It exactly. is. I'm, I'm picturing scaffolding at either end. <laughs> yeah. no, every single ground, even in yeah. Canberra and Cairns. Yeah. So you need you need at least one painter per pole. Yeah. Four ladders. And, yeah. And you've got seven minutes to do it at the end of a quarter. And or a man suspended from the roof. But at least you would know that the ball's hitting the yeah, well, That's the one thing. You'd know it's it's been hit. So it would fix that problem. The other issue is if you did this every quarter over the course of a 280-game mm. season, mm. I imagine the post would become rather... The, 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 the thickness thick. of the They'll pole. Uh, correct. I think yeah. by, by round 23, the ball will get stuck. When, when in somebody, between the two posts. <laughs> when it's like when go. you paint a plane and the plane gets really heavy. If you think yeah. about how heavy a coat, a, how, a bucket of paint is. What are you is. painting planes with? Lead paint. Why? How are the planes getting heavy? Well, I just, you know, because you know how, you know, with flying planes, it's obviously quite complicated. No, please tell us, Mr. Aeronautic <laughs> yeah. Engineer. So, so it's all about the thrust and all that kind of stuff. So is you it? need to know how much the plane weighs. Right. And you know, some planes are not painted. They weigh a lot less than planes that are painted. So you go down and see the Qantas one that's covered in Aboriginal paint. Yeah. That weighs more than the silver sort of plane. I don't, think the, I don't think the paint is indigenous. I think the design is indigenous. <laughs> yeah, the, the paint itself was probably yeah. made overseas. Yeah. Um, I have, so why could they not introduce some kind of snickometer onto the, like they do with this cricket stumps onto the post? See, I've thought this, but I imagine the, the snicko cam, the, the mm. heat, the, what's it called? The hotspot. Hotspot. That, that's zoomed in on such a small little part of the ground and there's just two parts of the ground that need to be focused on. Surely a microphone. Well, they measure bloody earthquakes in Indonesia from Tasmania, so yeah, surely they can put some true. sort of seismic device like a, into the pole. Into the post. I yeah, don't like mind a Richter that. scale in the post. I think whatever it is, though, it's going to cost yes. money. And that allows us another opportunity then to sponsor yeah. off another segment. The, yeah. the, the size monitor. So the size monitor in the footy, uh, uh, it's a it's a point zero four on the Richter. See, that's yeah. I knew getting Fitzy in here is financially minded. Oh, thanks, like to <laughs> thanks to Amy. Thanks to Amy, exactly. So the, would Triple M can make that, yeah. we can sponsor that off. Well, absolutely. The AFL can, can sponsor that. it off. Yes. Channel 7 can. I wouldn't want to have my brand associated with it. The controversy alone. I'd like to see Roaming Brian down there shouting at the post before a game just to see if he can get yeah. some sort of seismic so, reading. Yeah, hey. on the post. <laughs> 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 All right, well, so this yeah, has been fun. We're getting yeah. somewhere. Are you kicking yeah. us out? or do you No, no, just, I'm no, leaving the studio. Just I just curious. come in to say, what kind of debauchery is this? <laughs> Why are you two idiots on microphones? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so you're not coming into office at Saturday morning spot? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Soon? Thanks, Fitzy. <laughs> that was our boss, ladies and gentlemen. He's the head of the whole network. Do <laughs> you think he enjoyed that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Casual little chat. He gave his little wink on the way out. So. <laughs> okay, so that was Paul. Yeah. I think we could have done a better job without Fitzy here, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Can we continue to unpack that email, though? You know my point about... Because <laughs> that was intimidating with Fitzy in the room. Yeah. I saw someone that said, maybe we should do it with chalk. Just cover the posts in chalk. But if it rains, imagine the painters if it was raining. So that's another person that's had this idea about covering the post in something that... Yep. Sticks to the ball. I, I think you, everyone's thinking about the problem the wrong way around. Yep. I, and the people that have massive issues with the video review system. Why not cover the ball in paint? There's an, <laughs> well, hang on. You know, when the ball hits the post, it often does leave a mark. Yeah. Like when playing tennis. Like that's yeah. why in the French open, you hardly even need to use, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Cause you can just see it in the dust. You just point, say to the umpire, look at that. Hmm. Yeah. I learned that in Andragasi's book, which I just finished last night. Open? Have you read it? Called Open? Yeah. No. That's one of the best books That's I've ever read. That's the one. Read. It's cocaine heavy in that, isn't it? No. No, not at all. 
Is it? He admits to using uh, ice. Ice, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Never goes down the cocaine route. Oh, ice. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. If yeah. Andre's listening, no. <laughs> but he does admit to using ice a couple of times. And, um, he, and he admitted, oh, that he admitted his hair was fake. That's what it was. That's, yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that was the big topic when it came out. Yeah, ex- to think he used ice and then the big topic was that he wore a <laughs> wig for mo- most of his early career. Hang on. You're telling me that hair was fake? Yeah. He sort of said that he lost a few games because it started dislodging. Yeah, because he had a big bandana in the. In, oh, it's very. It was an ambitious look to rock if it was fake. I admire him for that. Because it wasn't just a you know little toupee. No, he had a big. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the pony too. The ponytail was real. I think. I think there was just this weird thing it's that quite, sat on, that sat on top. Quite arrogant. If you're running a, a wig, yeah, surely you keep it really like G-rated. You just go like it's real line and length. Yeah, no, short no. Short back and sides. <laughs> it was the full. <laughs> like John Farnham, the sort yeah. of early, late 70s. Like style. he's in an 80s yeah. pop rock band. Yeah. Good on him. He's good. I, I've got utmost respect for Andre after reading his book. Yeah. Um, how he pursue, uh, went after Steffi Graf. Yeah. Is quite interesting. Oh, he was, how he did. Yeah. I thought he just, <laughs> he just was, he would just... I heard that as how he pursued Steffi Graf for, for an interview. Howie. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would be a good guess. That's a bit to go out with or just for the Howie games? Just for a chat. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Howie would love to get Steffi Graf on the Howie games. Has Howie pursued Andre Agassi? No, well, he, he should. should. He'd and be great And I produce that, so I should probably get onto that. But he'd yeah. be great on the Howie games. Yeah. Just, just swing us a bone too. I don't too. reckon how he's got a chance with Steffi. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think that ship sailed. Well, how he's married now as well. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and Steffi How he probably wouldn't be interested. No. Well, well I don't know. <laughs> we have to ask him. Just ignoring that whole factor as well. But even if he was, <laughs> he wouldn't be a sniff. No, he wouldn't have a chance. Anyway, oh, um, segment two. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, the days. Yeah. The days. Now, we, we famously made fun of Richmond last year when we mm. thought everything was looking good and we thought they were going to just start to Richmond it up towards the end of the year and just have a real Richmondy run home. And we really backed that in. We backed it in hard. If yeah. we went back to the tapes on any of our oh, old podcasts from this time last year, yeah. We were just, every single time we were saying there will be a stuff up from we'll, Richmond. We were predicting it. And it just never came. Yeah, it never came. And that and that's what I'm fearing is going to happen eventually with Melbourne. Mm. Not fearing. I quite like Melbourne. Mm. But they're, they're playing, they're, the last two years have been like Richmond's of four years ago. Yeah. You know, where Richmond mm. just couldn't do anything right. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's where Melbourne is. And I don't see them winning another game this year. You know, have you seen the the new Avengers movie, the Infinity War? Infinity War. Yeah. You know, at the end of Infinity War, where Doctor Strange. Have you watched it? Yes. Yeah, well, Doc- uh, well uh, are you spoiling the movie? Should we? No, no, no. This doesn't spoil anything. Okay, Doctor Strange. So yeah. Doctor Strange is sitting there, and he goes through. Yeah, yeah all the options. A, a billion things yeah, that could potentially happen. Permutations. Yeah, yeah. And says there's only one successful one. Yeah. Out of the millions, he goes through. Yeah. I did that with the ladder predictor last night. <laughs> And Melbourne are out of the finals if every they, time. If they don't, they just need to win one game. They need to win one, but they've got West Coast over there, over there, and GWS at home up yeah. there. No, no, it's it, it's at the G because oh, I'm it? producing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
That's the big one. I reckon they'll lose to West Coast and then they've got to beat the Giants to make the finals. <laughs> but if yesterday has any indication, they are now yes. zero and seven against the top nine. And none and five in games decided by under two goals. Is that right? Yeah. Jeez. So when the, when the going gets tough. <laughs> Come on, Mel. <laughs> when the going gets tough. The tough get, get going. going. And going in this case means it's leaving the going, 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 <laughs> going, gone. home. Going, going, gone. Oh, Max gone. Bang. That should be the headline. I can't believe they haven't used that. Yeah, uh, yeah so Melbourne, unfortunately. They went with deja vu, the back page of the Herald's done today. That's not bad either, because it it's very similar to last year. They on. looked entrenched in the four again this year. It looked like the four was theirs to It lose. was a certainty. Mm. But then you just go and lose some games, and all, it, all, all hell you have to do loose. is lose a few games, and, <laughs> and it happens very, very quickly. It, does, it, happens it sneaks really up quickly. on you. Uh, anything you were there at the game yesterday? Anything to take away? Um, very healthy crowd. Mm. Good on the D's faithful for getting out. There was over fifty thousand for a Sunday afternoon in mm. the rain. It's raining for a fair chunk of that game. Yeah, and they're fair weather supporters, Melbourne supporters yeah. as well. Yeah. So when the weather is uh, <laughs> when the weather is not fair, mm. unfair weather. Yeah. Uh, Isaac Haney's a superstar. Like. Everyone's been saying, oh, potential, potential. He's arrived. He was best on ground yesterday. Yeah. And he's going to be very important for the Swans. The sw Do not rule out the Swans, by the way. I've been big on this. I picked them yesterday. Everyone was... Jake Clark said... He said 10 goals. 10 goals in the pregame. I heard him say that. And I, I laughed. You can hear me in the background. Can you? Maybe. Um, we should get that on tape. But he came in during the last quarter and everyone was just giving him a bit of stick. But mm. the Swans... They're the only team I'm aware of that when the going gets tough, they rally. Get, they get going. Going. Because they're tough. Yeah. They almost relish the opportunity to play good teams. I don't think there's a... When the games are close, there's no better side. No better Sydney. side. No. I've experienced that firsthand when I was... Um, of course. Up, up when in, you went up to Sydney. Why did you do that? With no back line. For the races. <laughs> you went up for the races. <laughs> Collingwood just happened to be playing. Be playing that night. <laughs> Oh, um, and Sydney people don't know how to support properly. No. Oh, that's it. It's really cultural. frustrating. Yeah. No, they, they, they spend most of the game talking to their mate. And uh, What was the seagull situation like at the MCG? I know we've now, been big on this in the podcast. You sent me, <laughs> we received a message saying no more seagulls, please. I think it was from, <laughs> from one who? of our diehards. Oh, really? So. Oh, not from one of, not from Fitzy who was in here before or Lee no. Simon, the head of Triple M footy. No, no, it was, it was from a, a fan. Tweeted in. Yeah. Stop talking about seagulls. I don't, I don't know if it was in jest. Yeah. Was Duck talking about them yesterday? Um, it, it got to a point yesterday where I couldn't see the ball. It was an actual issue. Yeah. It was it was Seagull Armageddon. Because on that Sunday afternoon, yep. they've got the wires, and the wires tend to work until about three-quarter time. It, yeah, it's about halfway through the third. And then one Seagull figures it out, and then it's just... It's pack mentality. Game on. Yeah. And then all the Seagulls are in. One cracks it. Yeah. <laughs> so... So yesterday it was as bad as ever because I, I was watching on TV yeah. and they obviously don't frame above yeah, the yeah. level one where all the seagulls fly around. But every time there was a wide shot, it was just seagulls everywhere. And obviously when you're at the ground, all you have is a wide shot and yeah. it was the worst I've ever seen. The yeah. AFL need to fix this. I don't know if... Oh, if, was that uh, someone messaging us like to say... Will and MJ, yeah. Oh, <laughs> not Triple M footy. No, no. <laughs> No, 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 us. Oh, because okay. we brought up seagulls three, three consecutive shows. <laughs> That's actually true. And we are not a bird show. <laughs> we are here to talk sport. Well, 
I still don't I so, still think it's a real issue. It, it yesterday a, was an issue. It's a blight in our game. Yesterday was something the AFL <laughs> should start. To, they should have a meeting today. There should be an urgent <laughs> I think meeting. They should have a, well, a forty-five well, minute in the boardroom. Well, last week at this time, I was messaging the AFL. Yeah. To try and get someone from the AFL on the hot breakfast, and they about Seagull, and they said, "I'll get back to you later this afternoon when they're in an executive meeting." Yeah. So right now, the AFL, I think every Monday, hold an executive meeting. Yeah. And so I'd imagine Seagulls would In be... all seriousness, no. Yeah. can you picture Steve Hocking and Gil just saying, like... Gull. Seriously. <laughs> Is that the code word? Gull McLaughlin. Let's end. We've peaked with yeah. Seagulls. <laughs> with Gull McLaughlin, I think. <laughs> No, I don't think it. we'll get there. Um, now, what do you want to say about esports? esports. Now, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. Now, of course, Essendon famously acquired an esports team. I can't remember yeah. what they were called beforehand. Yeah. Adelaide did it first, I think. Yeah, they were the pioneers in this And Essendon field. were very close behind. Mm. I think it's only the two of them. And in Melbourne, on the bye weekend, the AFL bye weekend, mm. there is a big esports event happening at Rod Laver Arena where they're expecting 30,000 people across two days I thought it was to go and watch had. the computer games. Oh, so, oh, it's coming up soon. Yeah. In about, right. is that a month, three weeks' time? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, that's Pe- interesting. People go nuts for it. It's like darts. Yeah. You don't think it's got a following and then all of a sudden... Game yeah, on. It's full yeah. packed house. Yeah. Um, so Essendon's esports team, mm. and they just appeared in my Twitter feed. I was surprised because their handle is at Bombers on Twitter, which is a very good handle. You I, got, you, like that, are you impressed by that Twitter that's handle? really like, good work by them, surely actually. Surely you had to get that in like 2008 to... Yeah, to, to secure that. that. Yeah. And I reckon Essendon did. And I reckon they got it. And then they just said, we'll use this for something. I don't yeah. know what it's going to be. Just hold I, it, I don't think when they got at Bombers, anyone <laughs> was expecting it was going to be the future Twitter handle of the S and E sports team. <laughs> I used to work for an opposition radio station. Yeah, and it was they didn't direct me to do this, but a opposition station started up called MTR thirteen seventy seven. Yeah, Melbourne Talk Radio thirteen seventy seven. Oh, have you just have you poached all the handles? I poached all the handles. That's clever. So I had MTR1377 and MTR377AM, and I just started tweeting random stuff from them yeah. to make it look like they were, one of them was legit. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was before they'd employed any... Um, any social media yeah. team. Yeah. So it was just like, they must have thought, and it wasn't like I was doing funny stuff. I was like doing... I was doing... Coming up on the next Yeah, hour. yeah. I was doing like legit tweets and stuff. And it got quite, like it got to four or 5,000 followers. Really? And it took them about six weeks and someone's messaging going, hey, um, Who's who is this? this? Yeah. Is it, like, do you working in our newsroom or yeah. I need to know who runs? And I just didn't reply and just kept going. Um, but were, were you tweeting just bogus information? Or? No, it was, it was just real stuff, but just late, like boring yeah. news and stuff. Yeah. And it, just to make it seem like it was <laughs> legit. And then people at the so actual Why biz- were you doing this? Your oh, own amusement? Your own amusement? Yeah. Just because I thought, you know. It'd be funny to, just to see how far it would go. Oh, well, it sounds funny. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they must've worked out. It took them a good two months after starting on air to work That's out hilarious. that it wasn't someone work, like doing it from within the building. Yeah. Uh, and they eventually, they started up their own Twitter account, which was MTR 1377 AM. Right. So that was a really elongated one, which yeah. I didn't think of 
you know, holding. Yeah. It must have taken them a lot of time to get so to So many letters in that. Uh, and then yeah. in the end, I just got bored of it and, yeah. you know, stopped, stopped doing it. But I just didn't, you know, it was real trolling kind yeah. of behavior. But yeah, well, great, great story. It was, it was sort of the start of, you know, Twitter when no one else knew how it worked. Yeah. And I was at the You're forefront. You pioneer. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Essendon's eSports team. Mm. I wonder at, if those accounts are still going. At Bombers. Mm. Is Mel MTR still going? No, no, yeah, the station doesn't exist. So. That's why I don't feel bad I've about telling the story. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> they, been, they lasted about three years. Their social media was horrible. They <laughs> just couldn't get a foot no, in the social media world. No, that's why they didn't succeed. All their Instagram was taken. <laughs> um, I think it was pre-Instagram, to be honest. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. Now, at Bombers... Mm. This team is a very, very well-run ship. They are sponsored. They are sponsored by Pernix Smarter. What do they do, actually? Pernix is smarter with data. Our data-driven insights transform organisations through the scientific use and real-life interpretation of data. So that sounds about as interesting as eSports to me. I, I literally I, just I don't, tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention the listeners of the show. Yeah. <laughs> if the co-host can't even if stomach got... <laughs> the information. I was, I'm literally looking at Today Extra and going, oh God, I wish I was working on that show. It's in a renowned Australian wildlife <laughs> photographer. Parrott. So all of a sudden, David Campbell's He's an expert. He's famous for taking pictures of birds. <laughs> Wait, maybe we should get him on to talk about seagulls. It'd be more interesting than esports. All of a sudden, David Campbell's an expert on wildlife <laughs> photography. Exactly. Um, SNN's <laughs> esports. <laughs> yeah. They, I've, I've sent you a link for their, their yeah, round eight highlights. I'm going to play it here. And their OPL match so against it started, Legacy. It started, has it? Oh yeah, mate. Like their team's they're, playing. They're in they? the finals. Oh wow. That's why I bring it up. Oh, they okay. won 2-1 against Mammoth Esports. Yeah. Okay. So here's just some of the highlights. This is what it sounds like. Very professional. Bit of music. Ooh. Very slick. You got Ooh. logos flying Ooh, logos. in. Logos. Wow. Pernix smarter. Commentary. What's commentary? Listen. They will have to flash away for Seb. Now sleeping in trouble as well. Will dash on top of him and pick up the return kill. What is going? There's all highlights from a video game in this. Yeah. And so, is it what the bomb? What game is that? Do you know, Will? It's League of Legends. And at the bottom, they've got some trouble bubble. And they've got the cameras. This could be another kill for sleeping. He's a monster. He's a monster. I don't know if they meant he's a monster at esports or his character. There's a monster. Oh, okay. Yeah, bring that, bring that down. It's real, very man. intense. And then, and then the, the two, they've got like the shots of the two guys playing. Yeah, they've got the guys in camera. In camera, yeah. The whole league's sponsored by Hungry Jacks. Mm. I'm telling you, if you, you laugh at it now, but this is going to take off. If not already. I think it's already like, yeah. in South Korea, I think it's South Korea's biggest sport. Yeah, but that's South Korea though. <laughs> yeah. There's a fair bit about South Korea. <laughs> Oh, they're just the forefront of technology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> That's what you meant, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, should we speak to someone from this eSports team? Well, <laughs> do, we need, do we need to know more about this or are we happy to leave it where it is? That's had 198 views I, there, by the way. I, so. I asked you before the show if we should try and get someone on, if yeah. that would be possible. And you said it would be extremely possible. <laughs> it, would be the most, <laughs> it would be the most possible thing we've ever done. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious news. I'll take care of this one, Will. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> sure.
reading from news.com.au. Yep. Hundreds of adults and a few kids are lining up for groceries. But this isn't 1940s Warsaw. And these people... Oh, well, it's nice. World War II reference in the first line. A bit dramatic. Thanks, News.com. And these people aren't here for real food. This is, this is Coles Burwood in Sydney's West on a Saturday. And everyone's here to trade tiny plastic replicas of everyday supermarket items. So it's a silly story about Coles mini groceries. Yeah, leave Warsaw out of it. And they've dropped Warsaw Poland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> leave that out of it. Jeez. It does pay to read things before you go with them. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the extraordinary world of the Coles Little Shop Swap Day. Now, oh, it's a swap day. The items being swapped are known as Little Shop Minis, which for those of you who only buy actual groceries rather than pretend ones, a promotional stunt run by supermarket giant Coles. Well, before this author turns their nose up, you have to buy real groceries yeah. to earn these little ones. So... It's not like they're, it's not like... So you're across what these things are. They're these tiny little... I'm across the promotion, yeah. But they look like normal everyday items, but they're small. Just small. They're little collector's items. They're good for kids. You want to collect things. For every $30 spent, customers are given one mini replica grocery item, and they range from tiny jars of Nutella to micro tubs of Vicks Vaporub. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're all branded. But then there's ones that are just like bananas and... Why do we care? Well, why do, just, why do people like, want these? Well, it's like how people like to collect stamps or... Uh, Yowie. Or, yeah, or coins or... Oh, it's just a collection. Did you never collect things? I remember when they had promotions in the paper where it was like, mm. get your um, uh, wild, Australian wildlife stickers to um, this weekend and there was like yeah. 30 over the... I'd, all, I'd be all over it. I was nuts for that thing. So it, it looks like all these crowds have turned up to this Coles. To swap ones so they can get the full set. You know? I get kids being into it. Uh, but I think, it's all adults mostly. Yeah. Well, yeah <laughs> I hope they're doing it for their kids. When you reach a certain age, I think <laughs> Carl's Mini should stop being interesting. This, here's the first quote in the article. Yeah. I just need the tomato sauce and I'll swap <laughs> it for the eggs. <laughs> it would be annoying if you had, what, 23 of the 24... A man in his twenties wearing a grey hoodie cases the queue. He 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 what the queue? A man in his twenties wearing a grey hoodie cases the queue, holding out a miniature Vicks Vaker rub. <laughs> tuna, spare tuna. Anyone want to swap this for a tuna? You must really want the tuna, I say to him after his sixth lap of the line. Yep, he replies. <laughs> See, the problem with that is the Vicks Vaker rub is probably very common. It seems like that it would be the most common. So no one's the... swapping their tuna for a Vicks Vapor Rub. Nah. He's an idiot. You've got to say, I'll give you money for your tuna. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> I'll give you the Vicks and $10 for the yeah. tuna. Like, up for your game, mate. Did you ever collect Crazy Bones? Do you remember them? No. It oh, might've... I do, actually. I was going to say, it might have been a Brisbane thing. Or... No, I do. They came in a little plastic wrapper and then... They were little creatures. Yeah. Um, and the game was you'd, you'd line them up in like a triangle sort of temp in bowling style and you'd yeah. flick them. And I think that, oh, that was, does ring about that was the idea, but the, I remember grade three or so. Yeah. And the, they made these gold ones. It was only mm. like, uh, I don't know, a thousand in Australia or something. Yeah. And a kid had a gold one and they, uh, they sold it for big money. Really? At the time. I reckon it was a hundred bucks. 
Really? Yeah. That's and as a kid, that's a lot. So that's this is what it reminds me of. The phases we went through at primary school were Tarzos. Yeah. Which you got in chip packs. Tarzos were similar, yeah. And that moved into Pokemon cards. Yeah, Pokemon cards, of course. And then you had that caused all kinds of issues. Charizard. Yeah, because if the older kids would go for the Charizard and you'd swap like some shitty pigeon one for a Charizard. Yeah. yeah. And then the parents you'd would get be, manipulated. Yeah. As a young fella, you'd get manipulated by the older kids. And then duped. they Yeah, then your parents would complain it just caused absolute chaos. <laughs> parents go to the principal's <laughs> office <laughs> because his son's <laughs> so, like in, a used car sales. Exactly. <laughs> he, he tricked my son. Exactly. So in he took advantage. Yards, so in schoolyards, there's kids going, there's year sixes swapping tunes. Hey, I've, I've got a big paper up. Yeah. Uh, did you see Goddard did his knee on Friday night? Well, no, well, it's unconfirmed yet, isn't it? Or is like, it he hurt his oh, knee. Oh, he hurt his knee, yeah. yeah. He hyperextended it and mm. hopefully he's fine. Yeah. And uh, during game, I don't know if you saw, do you follow Mark Stevens on Twitter? Yeah, I do. Actually, I was in the pub with Mark Stevens on Friday. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> yeah. Friday day or not? Friday day, yeah. Well, Friday night. Yeah. I'll, was, I'll, yeah. I'll just show you the tweet the, that he I was sent. having lunch there and we had, I had a quick chat to him. Is he a good bloke? Yeah. I gave him a tip, which got up and he didn't take it. Oh, well, he's an idiot then. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you why he's an idiot. He, he sent this tweet after God hurt his knee. Have a read. <laughs> It simply says, no, hang on. he tweeted it. All right. Fingers crossed for BJ. <laughs> With no, no context. Understandably, the comments are quite funny. <laughs> what about Goddard? Someone said. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.